Yo, 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 it's the PDOT Show. I'm your host of the Clear Mind Fitness Podcast. Let's go. Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of the Clear Mind Fitness Podcast, episode number seven of season four. Hey, let's go. Hey, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. It feels so good to be back. It's another day, another day, another day, another time to be alive. And today, it is Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. Today is Thanksgiving, man. You know, and I want to say happy Thanksgiving to all the families out there. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone that's, you know, trying to get it together during this difficult time right now. And I understand that this doesn't look like uh, Thanksgiving's of old, Okay. And uh, that's another reason why today I decided to call the episode Traditions, Straight Up Traditions. And before I dive into traditions, I am somewhat of a traditionalist, okay? There are some things that I like about tradition, and there's some things that I don't like about tradition. I'll start off about the good stuff. Uh, I'm very family-oriented. I grew up going to family functions all of the time. Um, I have a close-knit family. You know, uh, people have gone, people have passed, so some of those links get, you know, strained a little bit. But for the most part, you know, the the core is still there. And uh, losing some of those family members, their traditions left with them. And uh, a lot of times I, I, I like to stay true to the t- traditions, but... When certain people leave, those things go and it's okay. When you try to give life to a situation or a tradition that the nucleus isn't there anymore and everyone has changed, things evolve. It's kind of hard to keep trying to make that tradition live. That's like giving CPR to something that's already dead. So that's why I get to my next point into saying why I think that Traditions are just peer pressure from dead people in some cases. Now, you may say, oh, man, that's, that's kind of strong, but, I mean, you think about that. Most traditions that you try to uphold, those are, you know, ways of old. You know, you're only doing it because grandma used to do this. Or I'm only doing this because my mom used to do this. You know, but, but things change. And you just think about how many traditions you are willing to break daily without even thinking twice about it because of the magnitude or the situation where it may not even be uh, as monumental. It may be minute to you, but it's a tradition that you easily break because you want, you want it always to fit your own narrative. So you'll break your own narrative as long as it gets to fit your own picture. And I'm starting to realize that uh, most people grow up, they still have children-like mindsets. So you want your narrative and that's all that you're focused on is your narrative because that's who you are and that's who you claim to be. So you, you, you start thinking about the traditions and you're like, man, traditions are just peer pressure from dead people. Think about money. Money is the, the, the tradition aspect of money. Money started off, you know, as coins, you know, and that, that's how they, you know, and then they, they had to change that. tradition. like, oh, you know what? We got to, we got to change that. So then you got to the dollar, you know, that's paper. You know, it used to be mint, it used to be metal, you know, now, now you're dealing with paper. And now at some point, the, uh, the tradition of the money aspect changes too. Because now 
you're dealing with digital currency. Think about how far the dollar has gone since 1913 when you start actually saying, okay, this is how we're going to actually view currency. Okay, so from 1913 until 2020, money has changed a lot. I mean, look at the, the, the history of your own tradition of what you watch, how you watch TV, how you watch videos, how like everything evolves. You know, in the 90s, we would have never thought about streaming something right now. That tradition is broken. We wouldn't watch VHS tapes anymore. We're not we're barely watching DVDs. I mean, now you're streaming everything. We break traditions all the time, but you also put yourself into situations that are harmful for you because of tradition. Think about it. You know, I used to go to family gatherings and I would see the adults. They some adults would just be waiting for one person to say something about anything. It did it did not matter, but the the whole thing is it's tradition. We have to go here. Even though everybody would people would be vibes are just wrong and it's just you at the table they just waiting for somebody to say something about the food they waiting for somebody to say something about the way they looked at them it's like but this is the tradition we got to keep doing it but it's like that's why i don't put myself in situations like that i don't care who it is i don't care who you are to me if the vibe is, is wrong the vibes are off i am not going to be present because traditionally you're supposed to just keep Keep going to that that family member's house that you feel traumatized every single time that you go over there or someone's saying something, over-sexualizing something, and now you're like, whoa, I'm shook. Trust me, those type of things happen. But it's tradition. Tradition is nothing but peer pressure from dead people. I got to keep saying that. That's how I feel, especially when it's uh, something that I want to change in a tradition. It's like I can build my own traditions. Every single day you deal with something different that you do. I mean, yeah, traditionally it's nice to go around your family. Traditionally it is. I mean, yeah, that's cool and all, but right now you're dealing with something that's bigger than ourselves. And people say, oh, man, only worry about yourself. It's like, how can you say that when you have people who sit at home catching the virus because somebody can't sit still in their house? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like you, you can't say those type of things. It's just like, wait a minute. So don't worry about when you see something wrong going on, going on. Traditionally, you're just supposed to stay away. No, I'm not supposed to say anything. That's the problem. That's why we have problems now. That's why you have people who grow up with these traumas. They are just getting older and they've never been taught how to deal with their traumas traditionally. So now you go out into the world and now they will deal with your anger. But you know how your anger is dealt? Either you're going to be in the ground or behind the cell. So that's how you, they deal with your anger. And if you act too wild, now you're in solitary. Now you're really by yourself. Traditionally, you're not supposed to tell a person that you love them. A man to man is supposed to do those type of things. It's like, but I've seen people who argue, who live right next to each other about space and opportunity. And it's like, y'all arguing and y'all kill each other because y'all can't live next to each other, but y'all buried in the same cemetery. It's like, is we, we supposed to keep going with these traditions? It's like y'all buried at the same cemetery, but y'all, and that's how I feel about a lot of the young. It's like we, we sit up here and you arguing about territory, but y'all end up in the same place. Y'all either in the same type of prison cell or you all on the same ground. So it's like, come on, man. You got to like there are a lot of systemic issues that we have that tradition just keeps on building. I, I'm, I'm noticing it now. I see family members and not just my own family, just family members in general, people, people, other people's family members. Like I have a, a understanding with people that 
I answer questions all the time in my DM. They ask me, you know, because I, I this I'm branding things. I'm doing things differently now. I'm trying to break the mold. I make people uncomfortable. I know I do. This is just what I do. But I'm the friend that when it's time to problem solve, this is what we do. I can no longer just sit by idly and just say, oh, yeah, no, nah, I'm a, I'm just going to let you do you. I can't let you self-destruct yourself because if I do that, then I'm not sitting well with me. I'm not doing what I'm called to do. It's definitely bigger than that. It's just that you see people going out doing those type of things. You're just like, whoa, wait a minute. You got an elderly person who who isn't in the best health. I mean, you got people out here kicking it like they got the best insurance. It's like you out here kicking it and you had no insurance. Like, whoa, man. So what happens if you do get sick? You know what I'm saying? It's like, like how are you supposed to view these type of things, man? It's like right now. We are in a different type of time. And I understand that. And some people, common sense leaves them when they get bored, when they just feel like you can't tell me what to do. People don't like being told what to do. It's understandable. But that's when when I said about in the one episode is that, you know, you can keep the body, but they take the mind. Anytime someone has your mind, you can say you got control of your body. You got control of all these things. But when something else takes a hold of you and you need something in order to live off that, it's like you have to really look at yourself. And say, am I going to just traditionally go down the line? And I say that with health. I have family members right now who take tons of medications just to feel normal. When all in all, what you put into your body is what you get out. You're not, you don't have to say that high blood pressure runs in your family. It doesn't run in your family. The problem is you're not running. (laughs) Come running with me. You know, I mean, I'm not a doctor, but I have doctors who work with me and I I pick their brains all the time. If I have an opportunity, that's one thing that I don't do. Traditionally, I would be like, no, I'm not going. I'm not being quiet. If I see an opportunity there for me to not only progress myself, but progress the movement and the people around me or someone that I know can take that opportunity. That's not necessarily for me, but I see that they can be beneficial in that capacity. You think I'm going not I'm not going to say anything traditionally. Yeah. A person going to say, no, I'm not going to say something if it's not beneficial for me. But my thing is, my mantra is that I want us all to win. So if, uh, if I'm not actually staying true to that, then when opportunities come and I can be blessed to put somebody else on and I don't do it, call me out. I love being held accountable because you know why? I no longer look at myself as the victim. I no longer look at myself as like, oh, man, I, I can't be told anything. I, I have all the answers. No, I don't. Every episode that you see here is just another day of me figuring it out, making it make sense. You know, it's just when I think back of all the things that I've been through traditionally is that. It's time out for the way that we have just been going about life, thinking that it's all just going to pan out. It's all just like, no, you have to take precautionary measures. There are other people's lives at stake right now. I just think it's just a little selfish, man, to frivolously do those type of things. I mean, because I still have to work. I still have to go out in the field, but I am protecting myself. I am protecting my family the best way that I can. You know, I just had a daughter like it's, you know, and then people want to criticize you because you don't want to let them into your space. And it's just like, no, you're you're out there doing whatever. And then you want me to embrace that and just knowingly know that you are going somewhere infected and by me having to watch videos because of the capacity that I work in I understand that this stuff is not a joke and I understand people have their things against it that's cool I'm just staying out the way but I also people 
need that type of push at times because they don't do those type of things. When people ask me to run, to work out with me, it's because they feel like they can't do it themselves. They, they ask me because they're like, you know what? You motivate me to get to do different. So it's the same thing. I'm motivating people to, you know, be aware. Like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't go out to this party, you know, this respiratory party. That's what I call them. It's a respiratory party. It's like, maybe I shouldn't go, go there. You know, I've seen three people that I know personally went to a bowling, bowling alley party. And now y'all all sitting in the hospital. And, and I'm not saying that was the, the, uh, I mean, you did go to a super spreader, but it's at the same time you went to a bowling alley and now all three of y'all are sick and you're not doing well. My, my prayers and everything go out to y'all because I want everyone to get better from this. Just you have to be careful. It's the tradition is not the same. You know, people have that same old person mindset that, man, it, it bothers me so much because. I always thought like when it was when it comes to older people, I'm like, oh, man, they always have the answer. They, and I'm starting to realize that that's not always true. You know, and, and once a person is stuck in, into their ways, they're stuck in their ways. But I wouldn't be me if I didn't make you think about at least what you're doing. I'm just that person and I'm not for everybody. But yet and still, I am here for everyone. At the end of the day, my views are my views. And you may not agree with that, but the one thing that I can understand is that we can still build and grow together. I always say I want to have the cafeteria mindset. Traditionally, people don't like to have the cafeteria mindset. They don't want other people to eat if they aren't eating. But that's not me. I have the cafeteria mindset where we all can be in the same room. We don't have to be at the same table. okay? because traditionally, you know, you feel like you can't eat at my table. No, no. I still want you to win in your own capacity because there are different ways for us to build with each other together. That's the one thing that I, I'm always I'm, I'm going to always make sure that I make sure that people understand the power of their voting. To understand the power of it, I, I've been watching politics for the last six, seven years, and it's something that I'm very, very I'm very much into. I'm also just looking at it on how I can make a change, because traditionally people who look like me not saying they don't make a change, but the movement just doesn't resonate with younger people. And that's where I feel that I can bridge the gap. I don't necessarily have to go into the political field wholeheartedly because I love to bring people together. So my new tradition that I'm trying to bring, because, you know, things happen, man. You know, look at what how laws go. Things change. Everything changes. Like just the evolution of social media. Everything everything changes. So nothing is, is staying the same. It's all about how you adapt. So I want to help people adapt to understand what's going on in front of them. It's very important that, you know, I have friends in Georgia who I'm very, very excited about that they have been getting the vote out for people because there are a lot of things at stake, regardless of what side that you're on. But there are just a lot of things at stake that can be stripped away from us if we just really don't pay attention to what's going on. I mean, you have civil rights that may just be, you know, a whitewash. It might just be gone. And you say, no, nah, man, you know, certain things It's like, no, when you have uh, a court that's packed the way that it is or just now is leaning a certain way that's a, that's the the majority <laughs> and the majority will win and that's why i i don't i don't claim to be democrat i don't claim to claim to be republican republican i'm more of a you can kind of say progressive but at the same time there are many things that both sides agree on there are just some concrete things that they don't so traditionally they don't want to work those type of things out but we have to work those type of things out that's the only way that we're going to get things done legislative wise you know, so 
think about what's really going on because there are going to be some crazy outlandish laws that's going to be starting to get passed. You're going to be like, why? Why is this happening? Why? Because a certain party saw that they couldn't do these things through the legislative branch. So now you're taking it all the way to the Supreme Court where now those things, now you have the court weighed on one side. All those things can go through now. I mean, there was just a mandate now, just, just yesterday, that you know the governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo, he, uh, they, they, they took the court, they took the case all the way to the Supreme Court, saying that he couldn't mandate the mask, he couldn't mandate restaurants being closed, and he's just trying to take precautionary measures for his state. But since the court is the way that it is right now, they're like, nope, you don't have to abide by any of those things. So it, it becomes kind of hard to get your message across when the people up top aren't able to actually instill their policies and instill what they really want to go on. So that's why I say it's very, very important for us to know the power of the vote. If, it, if your vote was not important, it wouldn't be, they wouldn't try to suppress it so badly. You know, and, and I, I think I struck a chord with a few people when, you know, I just started letting them know just how much it means to be able to vote. You know, just imagine you want to be able to say something. Now, that's the only way that you that you give out any transitions of power in this country. That's the way that, that, that it happens. This is democracy. You know, every four years you go for a president, every two years for the House. You know, the Senate gets six years. You know, like these type of things, you have to you, you want to make sure you're putting the right people in place. Because traditionally, people who look like me, when you get in trouble, your odds aren't that, aren't that great when you go to court. But you don't know anybody, any of the judges that you have on the court because you aren't interested in those type of things. So right now, while we're all sitting up, you know, looking and making jokes at this guy, I really would tread lightly only for the simple fact that it's more of an endangerment to what's going on in the world right now. You got a guy that's destroying military planes that are overseeing and telling other countries what somebody may try to do to invade them. I mean, that's real talk, man. Like no one's talking about that. That's huge. It's just like, oh, so the people who you, you know, the the dictators and the communists is like you you cool with them and you're going to destroy, you know, stuff that the U.S. has just because you are out the door. You're leaving out the door and it's just like, man, I and I have friends on both sides. I have friends in the middle and we all have these type of conversations. And I also just look at traditionally. I, I just had to say it. I said, but people that look like me don't have the power of pardons. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it's just, it, it kind of just sticks with me for the simple fact that you got a person that's probably going to pardon himself. And I know it may not do anything for the state statewide and everything, but, like, but federally you're just like, wow, that is a hell of a privilege, man. To be able to not only pardon yourself, but pardon all of your family members, even if they doing something in the future, it's just like, what, <sighs> that's why I want to break traditions, man. Tradition is just peer pressure from dead people. It's a lot of things that we have to change. Don't go into situations that you know tear you apart from the people that you love. You can love them from a distance. You like Just like technology is changing, you can go to family gatherings on Zoom. You know, Because I say like this, Facebook, social media in, in itself, it's like one big party. And you know how you only invite certain people to a party? Well, that's not how social media works. When you, you got everybody at this party. So everybody's at this table. Everybody's at this card game. Everybody's there. Okay. So you can't just say, you know, you may only want a conversation for this group of people. 
But if you putting it out on social media, everybody gets an opinion on what you're saying. So I had to make sure I was like, man, you know what? Tradition is tradition. I love it. There are certain things, like I said, I am a traditionalist at heart because I've had, you know, it's like the family, you know, on uh, birthdays and your auntie birthdays, your cousin's birthday. We were just getting together, getting together, getting together. But as people leave, you know, like I said, traditions leave and, and those traditions die off with the people that you love. And that's understandable, you know, and, and if you can keep up some of them, great. You know, just don't force people who don't want to be a part of that because all you're going to do is just push them further apart, push them further away. You know, everyone doesn't want to necessarily go with the same tradition because and just like, you know, people even use the example of, you know, uh, well, my grandmother and grandfather, they've been together for 40, 50 years. Big Sean had a song where he was just like, I don't think my granny probably would have been with my grandmother if he had Instagram and saw something shaking every 50 seconds and scrolling like that. Traditionally, things change. Everything changes. It's all about how you adapt to it. I don't think it's going to be any more like five day work weeks. I mean, that's just my opinion. You may, you know, they may do it where it's like four days a week. This is how work is. You know, Henry Ford did it back in the early 1900s where he did it like a four day work week. He figured out that he actually got more work done from his workers if they were uh, refreshed, not as tired because they're only working four days a week. So you give them three days off, they come back refreshed. You get more utilization out of them. That's a tradition. I mean, I'm not saying everything is bad and everything is not good either, but it's also about how life is going to change. I also think that testing is going to be the new wave, period. You're going to have to test before you go anywhere. And that's why I also say time, because you may not be working the same amount of time anymore, because now they're going to have to consider people going to events. So it's like, man, if you got to take a test <clears throat> 15 minutes, uh, an hour before your showtime, a concert, a basketball game. All of those type of things, I think they're going to do rapid tests. I already saw that the Warriors are starting it up. They're going to be spending $30 million on rapid testing for all home games. So for 41 home games, no matter if you're a maintenance man, you're a president of the operations, you're a fan, any personnel, any person that walks into the Warriors building, they're saying they're going to test them. And I think that's how it's going to be at restaurants. I feel like that's how it's going to be at any public place now. They're going to have automatic uh Scans of your temperature. Tradition is not ha- like it's going to be new traditions now, guys. I'm, I'm just putting it out there. I mean, just like I said with currency, money is not the same. Every you just look at all the legislation that's being passed for digital currency. Look at it. Look it up. Like it, like these type of laws are passing. Those are the type of things that, that are going through the House and the Senate. And you're just like, oh, okay, boom, 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 boom. All those things are going past. Now stimulus bills and all that that ain't happening. You know, not no time soon at least. But just look at all the traditions that are changing. Everything is changing around us. Everything is changing. So testing is definitely going to be a wave of the future. And I'm not mad at that. I'm really not mad at that. They need to have all type of testing for everything, in my opinion. I mean, because you can save a lot of lives. You know what I'm saying? If it's time to go crazy, you know what I'm saying? And you like, love, whip out that test. Uh, you're like, oh, okay, cool. You good? Let's go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like te- they need all type of rapid tests. Get rapid tests for all that, everything. That's gonna be the way of the future. That's gonna be the way. Trust me when I tell you this. That is gonna be the way. Testing, testing, testing. They gonna test everybody. How y'all feel about testing? You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm just just putting that out there. But I, I honestly feel that it, it's gonna be the safe protocol. It's gonna make sure that they always take the precautionary measures every. Every step of the way, 
every home game, every away game, whatever games they got, they're going to make sure that they take care of that. Because one thing that the NBA did is that they actually put forth a great effort, I might add, of keeping all of their players safe. They got zero uh, positive tests while they were in the bubble. I mean, that's just going to be the way of, way of the world. Restaurants and everything going to be like they're going to be taking your temperature and they're going to make sure you got a rapid test. And quite frankly, I think you will be better off. You you will be safer. You have a, a a better time knowing that you're in a safe environment. That's like putting the rub on. I mean, I would feel safer, right? Yeah, you gotta you gotta be safe. You know what I'm saying? Rubs are safe. Be safe. Please be safe. Okay, you gotta be safe. It's it's a crazy world out here, man. You know, people out here sick, and you know, and we we don't want that. So. Traditions, man. Look, look at look at what you tolerate. Because what you intolerate, intolerate. <laughs> you encourage what you tolerate. And I love myself way more to put myself into a situation that I know is going to take my energy from me. It's going to drain my energy from me. That's even being around a friend, being around a family member. It's no. I told you, man. I, I growing up as a kid, man. Sometimes you felt traumatized because it. I don't even think family members knew that you were pitting certain people against each other. Right. And it's just like, don't do that. Like don't, don't put me into a situation where now you making me look at my cousin or my, uh, somebody a different way because of the way that you look at. And quite frankly, if you were around this type of family member more often than all your other ones, you're more inclined to listen to them and think that their narrative is the right one. And all in all, you like, no, nah, that's that's not it. You know, there have been conversations that I've had with people, friends, family, where you like, man, I thought this was because it is. And I thought they're like, nah, man, you know, that person just that's a likable person. So it's hard to get, you know, a likable person to, to have somebody look at them differently because everybody likes that person. So they're not going to go against what that person says. But the older you get, man, the more you start to understand some things and you just like, huh? Oh, man, it's it's real. So with that being said, man, uh, I'm closing out. This this was a great show. I, I love doing this. This is something that I it's just an amazing experience. I am very highly blessed. I'm blessed and favored. And I just want to say thank you to you guys, to every listener, every person, every subscriber, every person that goes to the website that checks out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, uh, Podbean, Spreaker. I'm everywhere, man, and and I'm just excited because there are so many different things coming down the line, and I I want to share more. I will be sharing more throughout the next couple of weeks. Um, I have a few announcements coming up, man. I, I I will be having a few people on here on the next couple of shows. Um, schedules just have to make sure they align. That's what, you know, that's all about. So, um, yeah, enjoy your family. Enjoy being safe. Know that I love you, man. You know, and, and I, I don't say anything to to seek malice on anyone. I'm not that type of person. You know, I, I get a lot of heat for a lot of things that I say, but I wouldn't be me if I didn't say those type of things. That's what makes me different. You know, I, I break tradition because people who look like me aren't able to be vocal about certain things without being criticized or, you know, not even looked at in a, a serious regard. But I'm here to break those traditions as well. So with that being said, man, love.